Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. I want to go to the word of the Lord. I believe that I have somewhat to share uh, with you on today, uh, somebody needs to be encouraged through the word of God. And, and I praise God that every now and then God sends a word that even, man, it, it encourages me. And, and so I'm encouraged to encourage you on today. And I realize the day and times that we are living in, they are so perilous. It's hard to know exactly what tomorrow is going to bring but praise God, we know who holds tomorrow, and so we don't go around wringing our hands as someone who doesn't have any hope. We realize that our trust is in the Lord. And so I invite you to go with me to uh, three passages of Scripture. Uh, hopefully, I won't, I won't bore you too long, but I just believe that it's, it, this is kind of the way that it was given to me, and so I want to be able to share it with you. From the book of Daniel, chapter 3, uh, the verses 19 through 25, Daniel 3, 19 through 25, and then also the book of Isaiah 43, verses 1 and 2, and then finally the book of Psalm, and I realize they're all in the Old Testament, but Psalm 23, a familiar passage, and then verses 1 through 4, when you have Daniel 3, 19, I would, those of you in the sanctuary, if you would stand for the reading of God's word. I invite you to read along with me verses 19 through 25. When you're ready, say amen. Let's read. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it want to be heated. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the, uh, the king's command was urgent, and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound, into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished, and rose up in haste, and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king, he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth 
is like the Son of God. Isaiah 43. Verses 1 and 2. But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name, and thou art mine. So when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. I'm going to say that again. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. And when thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Psalm 23, of which most of us know. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. The word of the Lord is truly blessed. I solicit your prayers on this morning, but just before we pray, would you turn to somebody that you can agree with? And would you just testify and prophesy to them and tell them, you are not in this crisis by yourself. Whatever it is that you're going through, you're not in it by yourself. Precious Father, we honor you and we thank you, Lord Jesus, for the privilege and the opportunity that you've afforded us, oh God, to share. We ask now, Lord Jesus, God, that you would take center stage. You know what we need. You know what we're going through. It's only you, God, that can minister to the hearts of men and women in such a way, God, that we're built up where we're torn down, that we're strengthened where we're weak. Pray, God, even now, that somebody that's on the verge of wringing their hands, somebody that wants uh, to throw in the towel, uh, reassure them, uh, hallelujah, that you are with them in the name of Jesus that they're not doing this by themselves. Some madman has not gotten control of their life and driving their soul to hell. No. God, you're in control. You said in your word after we have suffered a while that you would establish us, that you would strengthen us, settle us. Cause us, oh God, to be established in such a way, God, that we'll prove faithful doing the work of the Lord. Have your way in these next few moments now. Wrestle every foul spirit to the floor. Cancel every assignment of the enemy. Put a muzzle on the devil's mouth right now so we can't hear him. 
so that you might speak clearly the word of the Lord. We'll be careful to give your name the glory, the honor, and all of the praise. And all of the people of the Lord said, praise the Lord and amen. Would you give the Lord a hand of praise before you take your seat? I am aware of the time that we're currently living in. It's become a totally new experience for, for all of us. And that I just believe that for the most part, all of us are experiencing some form of crisis. Everyone perhaps has a different story, but everybody is experiencing some of the same things. There are so many things that we're faced with right now. It just seems like it's just one thing right after another. And it's, they don't, it doesn't wait until the other thing is extinguished. It just sort of piles on. Many of us are faced with health crisis associated with this COVID-19. And we pray, we ask that you would pray that God will give direction because it just seems like this thing is so out of control that nobody has an answer. But I just believe that God has the ability to give us the answer that we need. I'm reminded of the Sunday school lesson on this morning. Hallelujah. That, that sometimes when all of the wise people around, uh, all of the doctors and everybody else, uh, that you would expect to have an answer when they're shaking their head and they're scratching their head, uh, God does have somebody that he can talk through so that he might be able to minister healing and, and salvation to a dying world. Most of us are feeling the, 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 the pressure of the economic crisis of which we've been faced with for several months. Seems like there's civil unrest everywhere. All of a sudden, it seems like the spirit of division has been released in the country. And it doesn't seem like we get along the way that, that we should be getting along. Uh, glory to God. And it seems to be further exacerbated by the fact uh, that we're moving farther and farther as a nation. Uh, glory to God. We are no longer, at least uh, in my mind, one nation under God uh, with liberty and justice for everybody we can't figure out even at this moment how best to send our children back to school how to make sure that they're going to be healthy if we send them back they're 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 just that everything is subject glory to God to some kind of infection and to add insult to, in, to injury, it just seems like we're faced now with, especially on the West Coast, just a whole crop of fires, more than about 30 different fires that are just burning up some of everything, destroying homes and property and all of the precious things that people have acquired over their entire lives. And, and then I believe at last report, we had lost more than 30 individuals individuals uh, to fire it just seems like it's just destroying everything 
And when you stand back, if you're not careful, there's a tendency when a crisis like this comes, uh, no matter who you are, glory to God, no matter what others are, are going through, it, it becomes personal. It becomes, uh, it, it knocks at your door. It hits at the place where you are. And regardless of how many people are going through it with you, uh, it makes you feel like you're the only one. It makes you feel alone and you start to begin, you begin to start feeling like you're by yourself. And there's a moment when you feel as though what has happened to you is more than you can bear. But I want to speak comfort to somebody on this morning because the Apostle Paul says uh, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10 uh, verse 13 and this is God talking. Uh, he says there's no temptation that has seized you or taken you but such as is common to man and God uh, is faithful. I said God is faithful and the Bible says he will not suffer you to be tempted above uh, that which you are able but will with the temptation provide a way for you to escape that you might be able to bear it and there's a tendency to want to stop at the comma when it says he'll make a way for you to escape because most of us want to be out of it but he goes on to say that you might be able to bear it. See, God doesn't always allow us to escape from trouble. Sometimes he enables us and gives us the strength to be strong uh, while he protects us uh, as he's allowing us to go through it. And so when we look at the story of the three Hebrew boys, these young men uh, that God, uh, hallelujah, has allowed to go through this crisis, the scripture is careful to let us know that God didn't deliver them out of it until he had delivered them in it. I say sometimes God won't deliver you out of it until he delivers you in it. When King Nebuchadnezzar heard that they would not bow and worship the golden image uh, that he had set up in the midst, uh, that the king became furious and he threatened to cast them into the fiery furnace. But they answered the king. This is what they said. They said, O king, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, the God that we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And we believe uh, that he will deliver us out of your hands. And then here's the caveat. They said, but if he doesn't, see, you've got to have this kind of resolve uh, in this particular hour. He says, if he doesn't, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve your gods, nor worship the golden image which you have set up. And so the king became infuriated. So infuriated he instructed the people that managed the furnace 
to heat the thing up seven times hotter than it was already. Glory to God. He commanded his most mighty men, hallelujah, that were part of his army to bind these three men, glory to God, in ropes in all of their clothing and cast them into the furnace. And the Bible says that the folk that cast them into the furnace because of the immediacy and the heat of the furnace, the folk that cast them in burned up. The fire was so hot that it slew the men that took them to the furnace. And the scripture says that when they fell down in the furnace, the ropes burned off. And there they were walking around in the midst of the furnace without any hurt. But it wasn't until God showed them that he was able to deliver them in it before he delivered them out of it. They stayed in it all day. Hallelujah. Just walking around. Probably after they realized they weren't consumed, uh, they weren't just walking around. They start giving God the glory. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to give God the glory because you've been in this situation for a while and you're still here. Almost 200,000 didn't make it, but you're still here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We always pray that the Lord will deliver us out of a crisis. But God wants to prove to us, uh, hallelujah, that he's able to deliver you in the crisis. He'll deliver you in the storm. He'll deliver you during the pandemic. That the thing that you're going through, even though you feel like you cannot bear it, God says, yes, you can. He says, yes, you can, because I won't allow you to, I won't put any more on you than you can bear. But the only reason that you're able to bear it, the only reason that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were able to endure the fire furnace and the flame and the fire of it uh, is because they were not in it by themselves. They weren't in it by themselves. The king uh, was so astonished uh, at what had took place in the furnace uh, that he rose up with haste uh, and said to the counselors, did not we cast three into the furnace? He said, I see we cast three in and they're walking around in the furnace and they have no hurt. And the Bible said, uh, glory to God, that not only did they walk around in the furnace, uh, but no hair was singed upon their heads. Uh, they, uh, they didn't even smell like smoke when they got out. King said, I see four men loose walking in the fire. And they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like that of the Son of God. The king put three men into the furnace, but when he checked, he saw four. When he took, when they took the three men out, 
Glory to God. The fourth man never came out. And I heard a preacher say once that the reason that the fourth one, Elder Brown, didn't come out and was willing to stay in the flame is so that he would already be in the flame when you got there. And so you are faced with the fiery furnace situation in your life. But I want to tell you that Jesus is already there. I don't care what it is that you're going through. Jesus is already there. And the same Jesus that was there for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he'll be there, glory to God, when it's time for your heated trial. He'll be there when you're challenged uh, with the tribulation of a lifetime because he's promised that he'd never leave us, that he would never forsake us, and that whatever it is that you're going through or going to go through, God said, I'll be with you in it. And the operative word here is through. The thing that I believe that I know about Jesus is that whatever the crisis that you're in, God won't let you get stuck in it. That God is going to bring you out. Would you just touch somebody or just wave at them? You can't touch. Uh, hallelujah. But just tell them uh, that trouble doesn't last always. Because you're going through it. Uh, hallelujah. And you're not staying in it. Uh, what it means to go through is to come in on this side, uh, but go out uh, on that side. Just tell them, I'm going through. And the reason that, that you can outlast the trouble that you're going through uh, is because Matthew 28 says, Lo, I'm with you. Always even until the end of the world. Jesus says uh, in Hebrews 13 uh, that I will never leave you. I will never forsake you uh, so that you might boldly say uh, that the Lord uh, is my helper. Yeah. And so when we look into the 43rd chapter of the book of Isaiah, the Lord told the children of Israel that I'm the Lord that created you. I'm the one that formed you. I'm the one that redeemed you. I'm the one, you. I called you by name. I gave you my name and you are mine. So when you're in trouble, I'm with you. I, I said, when you're in trouble, I'm with you. When the, you go through the waters, I'm with you. And through the rivers, they will not overflow you. He says, I'll make a way for you. When the trials come your way, hallelujah, they're trying to consume you. And the enemy you think is trying to take you out, uh, hallelujah, because when the enemy comes in uh, like a flood, I told you already that I'm with you and I'll raise a standard against him. I hear Jesus say that I'm in it. 
Hallelujah. I'm in it with you. And if I'm with you, I'm more than the world against you. If I'm with you, then the devil can't destroy you. If I'm with you, then you can go through the trial. You can go through the attack. You can walk with your head held up high and say, for God, I live. And for God, I'll die because you're not in the crisis by yourself. I know we're living in perilous times, times of uncertainty, that trouble is all around, and it's virtually impossible to find somebody that's not going through something and something of a serious nature. You turn on the news on the TV and discover that our government is in crisis. You can't trust what's coming out, uh, hallelujah, of, uh, uh, of the White House. Uh, glory to God, you can't trust uh, what's coming from Capitol Hill. Uh, you can't trust uh, what some governors might be saying. Uh, and I know that there's a tendency for some to become cynical and become faithless. Uh, but the Bible says uh, in the book of Numbers, uh, you got to hear me real good, uh, chapter 23, uh, it says that God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should repent. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Glory to God. Hath he said it? Shall he not do it? Has he not spoken it? Shall he not make it good? If God said it, just tell somebody, if God said it, that settles it. And God said, I'm with you. You are not in this by yourself. You're not in this alone. I, I am with you. You may have the winds blowing in your life. The lightning might be flashing and the thunder might be rolling and the breakers are dashing and the earth is quaking and the, the storms are all around you and it seems like there's one thing after another thing. But Jesus said, I'll be there. When you get there, I'll already be there. When you can't feel me, I'll be there. When you can't see me, I'll be there. When you can't trace me, I'll be there. Hallelujah, because you can trust my word. Hallelujah, because heaven and earth may pass away, but the word of God will stand sure. He said, if your mother and father forsake you, then the Lord shall take you up. Hallelujah. Psalm 139, David said, whither shall I go from thy presence? Hallelujah. Whither shall I go from thy spirit? If I ascend to the heavens, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, thou art there. Wherever I go, hallelujah, the Lord is with me. You might be in the valley, but the Lord is with you. The valley is the opposite of the mountain. The mountain represents the high place. 
The mountain represents the, the time when everything is going well. When you have plenty of money, you're on the mountain. When your health is good and everything is going well in your body and there's no more pain, hallelujah, you're on the mountain. When, glory to God, everybody is speaking well of you. You're getting along with your loved ones and your friends. You're on the mountain. But when the crisis comes and you can't go to work and you have no money, you're in the valley. When you're sick and your body is racked with pain, you're in the valley. When it seems, glory to God, that you have more enemies than you have friends, you're in, you're in the valley. But listen at what David said in the book of Psalm. Hallelujah. David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I feel no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod, thy staff, they comfort me. Is there anybody in here that's having a valley experience? Just turn to somebody and tell them, I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what it looks like. You're not in it by yourself. Somebody might be worried, feeling under attack, threatened, not sure how you're going to make it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But let's continue to read in the book of Psalm because the Bible says, hallelujah, when you can't find help nowhere else, you can find help with the Lord Jesus because he is with me. He said, thou preparest a table before me. He's not going to do it around the corner, but he said right in the presence of those that are trying to take me out. God is going to show himself strong. He anointeth my head with oil. My cup runneth over. And because God, somebody say God, because he's a good shepherd. He promises uh, to protect me. The Lord said, uh, hallelujah, I don't know who I'm talking to now, but the Lord said, uh, I've assigned uh, two bodyguards to you. The devil can't take you out uh, because I've assigned uh, some bodyguards to you. And he gave them a name, Elder Brown. Uh, he said, goodness uh, will be on this side uh, and mercy. Somebody say goodness and mercy shall follow me. How long? All the days. All the days of my life. And when it's all over, I'm getting ready to get out of here. When it's all over, I'll be able to say like John P. Key, I made it out. I made it out all right. I said, I made it out all right. Thank you, Lord. You didn't leave me or forsake me. Thank you. You didn't let my enemies take me. I'm still in the fight. I made it out all right. I'm closing, but I know where some of you are 
because I feel your pain. I've been there too. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I've seen the lightning flashing. I've heard the thunder roll. I've felt the sin breakers dashing, trying to conquer my soul. But I hear Jesus say that no weapon that's formed against you shall be able to prosper. He said, because I'm with you. You're not in this by yourself. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to know uh, that God has promised uh, never to leave you, uh, never to forsake you. Uh, somebody say with me, uh, I'm never alone. I'm never alone. You don't have to go through this by yourself. Hallelujah. Because we have this hope and anchor for our soul, firm and secure. Jesus says, I'm with you. I'm with you in your sickness. I'm with you in the trial. I'm with you when your friends walk out. I'm with you when you don't have any money. Hallelujah. I'm with you when the road gets rough and the going gets tough and you can't feel. Glory to God. Your way. I am with you. You are not in this by yourself. I said you're not in this. This crisis Hallelujah, it's coming, it's here, but it's going to pass. And just like God was with the Hebrew boys, he said, I'll be with you. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I will be with you until the end of the world. Would you stand all over the building? I want to pray. I really do feel like having church right here. God. Hallelujah. 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 I know some way. I know somehow. You're going to make it. No matter what the test, whatever comes our way. Going to make it. Why? With Jesus on my side, things are going to work out just fine. I'm going to come out on the other side of this singing the song. Hallelujah. As much as it has become the motto of this ministry, there shall be glory after this. There shall be a blessing after this. There shall be an anointing after this. I shall come out better after this. And so we want to pray. I, I want to pray for someone that's perhaps on the fence and you're not sure of what you believe. You're uncertain as to what tomorrow's going to bring. We want to share with you that none of us know what tomorrow is going to bring. But most of us here know who holds tomorrow. 
And so we, we don't have hope or a lack of hope like many others do because we realize that God is in control. And if you want him to have control in your life, I want to give you this opportunity right now. You can accept the Lord Jesus. You can be assured that he's on your side. Just ask that you would bow your heads and repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I repent of my ways. Wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Lord Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross just for me and that you were buried. God the Father raised you from the dead on the third day. And right now, Lord Jesus, I open the door of my heart and I receive you into my heart to be my Lord and my personal Savior. And I thank you now. If you prayed that prayer, if you believed in your heart, hallelujah, the Lord, uh, hallelujah, has saved you. I encourage you to get into a good Bible-believing, spirit-filled church so that God can continue to grow you and advance you and complete the work that has been started. Somebody else. Thank you for listening today. If you want to learn more info about our church, visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com. We hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit.